and pro- This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Today we want to talk about the matter of public trust and the nature of deception. Public trust and the nature of deception. We are hearing increasing reports, studies, from all over the world, indicating, surprisingly to some and not surprisingly to others, that the so-called vaccine rollout was one stupendous effort in deception. From the highest levels within some of these companies, the deception was rampant. Now, whistleblowers are coming out and indicating that that is exactly what the case was. How are we to understand this? How are we as people to ever, ever, ever be able to have our trust restored in our public institutions, those who supposedly are committed to our welfare and to serve us with integrity? That's what we want to talk about here today on Viewpoint. I'm glad that you've joined us. It's not a pleasant thing to have to talk about, but we do need to talk about it because, indeed, these things are real and people are dying and losing uh, hope and losing faith all over the country and around the world. And it's not a pretty picture. It does not spell hope for our society, does not spell hope for our government, for our medical profession. It does not spell hope. And yet people put their hope in false promises. Now, they didn't know the promises were false. They were assured that everything was wonderful, everything was cool, and uh, you can trust us, you can absolutely trust us. I remember hearing President Biden stand there publicly before the country and saying, trust me, you can take me at my word. Dr. Fauci said the same thing. You can trust me. After all, I am a scientist. Mm -hmm. Now we find out that scientists can lie, can deceive, and have every bit as much a motivation to deceive and lie as a Ponzi scheme head. For that's exactly, in many respects, what has happened with regard to the Pfizer vaccine, to Moderna, all of these companies that have been involved with the mRNA so-called vaccine, which is not a vaccine, from the very get-go was known not to be a vaccine, so much so that the CDC had to actually change its definition of a, of a vaccine in order to appear to be acting and communicating with integrity. So we take a look at some of the things that uh, are coming out, uh, not only here uh, in America, but around the world. And I'm glad that you've joined us. Perhaps we should begin with this one. A Pfizer executive has now confessed before the European Parliament on Monday in Brussels this week Pfizer executive Janine Small 
has now confessed that the vaccine never was even tested on stopping transmission. I want you to try to get your mind and and arms around this. This Pfizer executive testified before the European Parliament that the Pfizer vaccine was never, ever even tested about the subject of stopping transmission. And yet, isn't that exactly what the number one marketing device was If you get this jab, if you get this vaccine, you will be stopping transmission and you'll be doing a public service. Mm Mm-hmm. The Pfizer executive admitted to the European Parliament on Monday that her company's vaccine was never tested during clinical trials for the ability to prevent transmission of COVID-19. Yet that is the number one marketing message. Janine Small is Pfizer's president of International Developed Markets. And she was asked by the Dutch member of parliament, Rob Roos, if the pharmaceutical giant had tested the vaccine on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market. Her answer was no. Roos later posted a video on Twitter of Small's response and added his own comment. He said, this is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you did it, you do it for others. That claim, he said, has turned out to be a cheap lie. He pointed out in a tweet that the purpose of the COVID passport required by many countries was to force people to get vaccinated. Will anyone promoting the COVID shots ever do prison time, he asked. The world needs to know, he wrote. Back in July, Dr. Deborah Burks, the White House coronavirus response coordinator at the time the vaccines were developed and rolled out, you remember she appeared there on television with uh, a... Uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks always had a scarf around her neck. She said in July that she wasn't surprised that people who were quadruple vaccinated, including President Biden and Dr. Anthony Fauci, contracted COVID-19. Why was she not surprised? Listen to her words. She said, I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccines. You think? No, you just outright lied. You didn't overplay the vaccines. You just outright lied and deceived the people. But why did you do that? She said that the reason she did it was because, well, we just had to do that to get the people vaccinated, to remove resistance. Really? How many people are going to be deceived, are going to find themselves deceived by those very words? Well, I just had to. Or we just had to. 
How many people got the vaccine when they didn't want to get the vaccine because they said, I just had to? They went against what they believed was the truth. They went against the concerns that they had because they reasoned or rationalized, I just had to. Do you know that that's exactly what caused Adam to fall in the garden? Satan tempted Eve, and Adam, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, I just had to take the fruit. She insisted, I just had to. Oh, really? Think about that when we get back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. She appeared on national television over and over again with Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Deborah Burks. She convinced Donald Trump, then president of the United States, that these vaccines would prevent the transmission of COVID-19 and thereby shut down the spread of the virus. Now she admits she never even believed that. But that's what she said. That was the doctrine that she preached. That was the doctrine that Dr. Anthony Fauci preached. That was the doctrine that ultimately President Biden preached. They all preached the same doctrine, teaching as if that were truth. But it wasn't true at all. Not even a shred of truth. There was no reasonable hope or scientifically based hope that those jabs would prevent transmission. That's what a vaccine is supposed to do, but that is not what this jab was supposed to do. And because of that, the CDC actually had to change its definition and could not call it a vaccine anymore unless they changed their definition because they became aware that it would not prevent transmission. But this was known from the get-go. And Dr. Burke said, well, the reason I had to say this publicly is because I just had to. We had to in order to get the people to take the vaccine or the jab. So I want to ask you a question. You see, this is a teachable moment for all of us. And I'm not here to rail on someone who took the jab. You have your own consequences to be concerned about. 
as you will see as we go through the program today. But this issue has potentially eternal consequences. Not because of the jab, but because of the rationale that has been used by so-called trusted people to convert the entire world to take a deadly jab without any confirmation or testing that it would do what they said it would do. No wonder they're calling it still experimental. Did you know it was still experimental? Not approved by the FDA? Mm Mm-hmm. Here's the question I want to ask you. When a global government (coughs) comes into effect, which it is going to do shortly, perhaps by 2030, maybe sooner, the Great Reset, Joe Biden is intent on making that happen, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum is intent on making that happen, Other world leaders are intent on making that happen. So when that happens and the entire economic scene is changed, the monetary scene is changed, and you will not be able to buy or sell unless you have another jab, so to speak, a mark, whatever that mark is, infamously called the mark of the beast. Now what are you going to do? It will be marketed with all the great promises and uh, blessings. Uh, is, they're just going to ooze from the public leaders all over the world. This is the greatest moment in the history of mankind. Just take the digital money Take the mark, whatever it is, and you're going to be so thrilled. You're not going to have to worry about things. You're going to have to worry about crime. You're not going to have to worry about thievery of your money. Uh, You're not going to have to worry about any of those things. We're just going to take care of you. As Klaus Schwab said, you're not going to own anything, and you're going to be happy about it. Hmm. Well, that's kind of an interesting Promise. It almost sounds more like a threat. But anyway, that's their view. And all of this is going to be marketed with such intensity and so gloriously and with such amazing promises. It's going to look like way beyond the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's going to look like the greatest thing the world has ever seen. And it's going to be marketed by the greatest deceiver that the world has ever seen, the same one who deceived Eve in the garden. You see, Eve was deceived, but Adam was not deceived. That's what the Bible says. Eve was deceived, but Adam was not deceived. Adam rebelled. Adam disobeyed. And that's why he was held accountable by God. So, he said, I just had to. You know, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And Eve has taken this fruit, 
and it tasted so good and looked so good. And this this uh, serpent said, you know, the reason God told you that you couldn't eat of it is because he knew that in the day you eat of it, you're not going to surely die. You're going to be just like him. You're going to know good and evil. Isn't that wonderful? So he marketed rebellion. Just like Deborah Burks did from the public forum in the name of medicine and the mixture of medicine and politics to convince an entire country and through this country, the world, to take a deadly jab. It had no proof that it would do what she said it would do. In fact, on the contrary, she said she never believed that it would do that, that it would prevent transmission. But that's not the basis of what she was marketed. So I want to ask you the question, when this moment of truth comes, and it is going to come, if you believe the Bible, it is going to come, and it's going to come sooner than later, much more quickly than you think. And when it comes, what are you going to do? Are you going to say, but, well, I had to. I just had to take the mark. Don't you know I wasn't going to be able to get uh, uh, milk for my baby? I wasn't able to uh, get fertilizer for my my farm. I wasn't able to uh, get gasoline for my car. I wasn't able to do this. I wasn't able to do that. Uh, they're going to threaten me. I'm not going to be able to work because in order to get into the business, I have to be able to have this mark and display it. Are you beginning to get the picture? That's what's going to happen. So what are you going to say? Well, I just had to. You see, unfortunately, those words, well, I just had to, are characteristic of the primary deception that has overwhelmed professing Christians in our time. Pastors are saying that either openly or tacitly. I just had to. You say, pastors, what do you mean by that? Well, let me give you a clue. When a pastor says, well, I can't preach about that because it will upset too many of my congregations. What he's actually saying is, I just have to not preach about that. When a pastor decides to put undue emphasis on a particular part of the Bible that he knows is going to pander to the majority of his congregation and help his church growth concept or his new building program effort, and just interestingly decide not to talk about the other aspects of the Scripture that he thinks that people don't want to hear. What is he actually saying? He's saying, I just had to. My wife and I actually had this experience in a congregation. We actually had great favor and love for this particular pastor. He was a good man, a very good man, indeed, very respected. And uh, it came to the point where uh, he began to understand He was in a denomination that didn't uh, believe this way, but he came to the point where he believed that indeed the gifts 
talked about in the New Testament that Paul talks about in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 13, and 14? They were for today. That there was no cessationism, no no stopping of those gifts that they were to get today. He said, I believe that. So in a private conversation with him, he told us, but I can't preach that from the pulpit. You know why he couldn't preach it from the pulpit? He said, because I'm nearing retirement and I'll lose my retirement because the denomination will fire me. I just had to. Or I just couldn't. This is a real, real deal, friends. It's more real than you can possibly imagine. Today on Viewpoint, using unsuspectingly, I I didn't even intend to talk about this in particular. But as I came across these words, you know, from Dr. Deborah Burst, I just had to. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit said, preach on this, teach this. This is important. I just had to. You see, there are teachable moments. If we just have our minds and our hearts open, even the, the otherwise seemingly secular issues of our time can preach loudly to us if we have an ear to hear and an eye to see and a heart to receive and understand. I just had to. Now, I want to encourage you in this sense. You might have children. You may have grandchildren. Pastors, you have people that are trusting you in your congregation. You see, this is all about trust. The trust of leadership. By telling people, I just had to. By telling your children, you just have to. Compromise, 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 compromise. You see, the road to hell is paved a compromise corner. It just is. It's a broad road. It's the broad road that leads to destruction. And Jesus said, many there will be that go in thereat. But straight is the gate and narrow the way that leads to life. And precious few, there will go in there. Because they're not going to yield to the argument I just had to. They're not going to rationalize their rejection of truth or its application on the basis of some other extraneous circumstance that makes them believe they just have to. Pastors, please, if you really believe that the Bible is true, if you really believe that Jesus was serious, if you really believe that the apostles were serious and the prophets were serious about truth and about the deception that would be characteristic of this time, Can I plead with you? The Holy Spirit is pleading with you right now. Go before the Lord 
and find out, ask him, is there anything in my life, in my ministry, where I really am resorting, whether saying the words or not, I'm really resorting to a compromising rationalization, well, I just have to. I have tears in my eyes as I as I say those words. This is a big deal. A very, very big deal. Now, from there, we're going to go on and we're going to take further look at the uh, developments, the Pfizer executive confessing that the vaccine never even tested on stopping transmission. We're going to take a look at a whole raft of other Uh, developments and studies that are going to help us reveal the public trust has been deceived. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. I want to truly thank uh, those of you who have joined with us as uh, financial partners and are praying with us. Uh, concerning this ministry, as as you know, we've been on the air now 27 and a half years, confronting the deepest issues of America's heart and home from God's eternal perspective, preparing the way of the Lord for history's final hour. All of these things you see. And people, there is a remnant of people who are increasingly being drawn to this program. And the reason they're being drawn to it, they tell me, is because... They believe, they are coming increasingly to believe after listening for a period of time, testing the message, testing the attitude, testing uh, the integrity of what's happening. They said, we believe this is the real deal. This is what we want to support. This is what we want to be part of. If that's you, friends then I urge you to come on board with us and become a partner. You see, we have been severely limited over these many years, severely limited as to how we can get the message out. We can't use commercial support because even Christian commercial support will not support what we're doing because they fear, just like many pastors fear, that it won't be consistent with many of those who use their services and so on, so they're not gonna they're not gonna help. It's just the way it is. And that's okay. I've understood that from the get go. 
So ultimately, we are totally reliant upon the gifts of God's people. Right now, we're able to maintain as to the, the number of stations that we're on, which is not uh, huge. Uh, we're grateful for those that are coming on. Uh, periodically, one or two others come on, say, you know, we've heard your message. We understand what you're doing. We'd like to have you on our station. But oftentimes these come with a price tag. Contrary to what a lot of people think. You see, a lot of people think that we get paid for being on the radio. No, just the opposite. The only way people get paid for being on the radio is either on a salary, which we don't have, or by commercial support, which exceeds the cost of running the program on the various stations. That's how they make money. That's how Rush Limbaugh made his millions. So, I just encourage you to think about whether or not you want to become a partner with us. And if so, you can go to our website, saveus.org, saveus.org, make your generous donation there, or you can actually set up a, a monthly automated gift. You can do that right there on our website, or you can give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA. And by the way, when you do that, uh, you don't have to feel like you're totally locked in because a simple call or a simple email will enable us to understand any change you want to make, and we can make a change within a few days or a week. So that's not the problem. Some people want to increase their gift. Some people want to diminish it. Some people that fall into serious financial problems say, I just can't do it anymore. That's okay. We're trusting the Lord. I hope you are as well. All right. Now, let's go further here. Uh, Before we launch into the deep, and it is pretty deep, with regard to what's actually taking place, what is being revealed now in this country and around the world concerning the so-called vaccines and the COVID situation and the people that are dying unnecessarily as a result. It's the result of deception. It's the result of abusing the public trust. That's, by the way, that is the mild way of putting it. It's actually outright, one doctor is calling it outright fraud. Massive deception, intentional deception, knowing that they had no right to say the things that they were saying to market the product. Now, in order to help you come to grips with the spirit of deception and seduction that is so vast, it doesn't just cover things like uh, COVID and these vaccines. That's just one application. As you read my book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception, you're going to discover this is far greater than you ever imagined and helps us to understand why Jesus 
and the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter and the Apostle John all warned seriously about the massive deception that would come upon the earth in this day and age. Now, there's always been seduction, always been deception, but it's multiplying. It's on steroids now. This book was written for you. For you. Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure, The World of Deception. It's an $18 book. Uh, yours for $15 on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA. Write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Okay, are you ready? The Dutch lawmaker, Roos, summed up the massive implications of the Pfizer executive's confession in an interview. He said governments pushed millions of people worldwide to get vaccinated by telling them to do it for your grandmother. They tricked perfectly healthy young people into taking this jab using false arguments. That's called deception, friends. They seduced people to take the jabs under false pretenses. They use big words like antisocial to sow immense hatred among people who refuse to comply with the government's wishes. And even worse, many governments, including mine, he said, introduced so-called COVID passports. In other words, you couldn't go anywhere unless you had the jab. This, he said, was real institutional discrimination. Many lost their jobs, their livelihood, because they stood by their principles. Austria even had a lockdown of the unvaccinated. And all of this was based on the premise that vaccination helped stop the spread of the virus, which is now proven to be a big lie, as admitted now by a Pfizer executive, president of the International Developed Markets aspect of the company. Also admitted by Dr. Bar, uh, Deborah Burks. President Biden, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky, White House Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci, and many other public figures promised in early 2021 that anybody who got the vaccine would not become infected with COVID-19 and would not transmit the virus to others. The whole thing was a sham. It was an absolute lie from the beginning. It had no scientific foundation. It had no rational foundation at all. British Prime Minister Tony Blair drank the Kool-Aid big time and declared the evidence around the world that COVID vaccine works is crystal clear, that there's no serious person disputing it, and to get vaccinated is almost part of your civic duty. Yet he did not know any of the truth concerning it. All he did was become an echo chamber for Pfizer. The Pfizer vaccine company CEO, Albert Bourla, believe it or not, has contracted COVID-19 twice after being fully vaccinated. And one doctor said he should be arrested and charged with fraud. 
What liability would the President of the United States have for saying the same thing? And yet, how many times has he had COVID, even though he had the initial jab and then several uh, backup jabs and so on? It's amazing. This article came out last month. Scientists find that COVID shots are up to 98 times worse than the virus. A researcher predicted that for every child supposedly saved by COVID vaccines, 117 would be killed by them. Now, nine researchers from established institutions such as Harvard University are essentially sounding the same alarm. In fact, they assert that COVID so-called vaccines are for, co- are for college students up to 98 times as dangerous as the disease itself. Thus, forcing these shots, as the universities and colleges are doing, upon these young people is ethnically unjustifiable. Those are their words. Titled COVID-19 Vaccine Boosters for Young Adults, a risk-benefit assessment and five ethical arguments against mandates at universities was published September 12th. The study was conducted by researchers from eight different established institutions, including Harvard, Oxford, and John Hopkins. The scientists write in their conclusion, Using CDC and sponsor-reported adverse event data, we find that booster mandates may cause a net expected harm per COVID-19 hospitalization prevented in previously unaffected young adults. The picture could be even worse than these experts contend because CDC data is apparently incomplete. Internationally renowned COVID physician Peter McCullough stated that the CDC had confirmed that the real adverse event number is 10 times what is reported. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. Today we're taking a look at the latest developments with regard to the revelations, the confessions, uh, and so on concerning COVID, concerning the so-called vaccines, the jab, the consequences, and so on. We're also making application 
how easily we were deceived. Think about it. How easily were the American people deceived? Maybe you remember hearing Dr. Burke say, I believe she said it actually on national television. I'm pretty sure I heard her say it right there on national television. She said, we were surprised. She and Dr. Fauci and so on. We were surprised at how easily the American people succumb, shall to say, to what we were asking them to do. Giving up their liberties, giving up their businesses, giving up their lives to do what we're telling them to do. They couldn't believe it, how easily the American people were deceived. I want you to think about that. Now, at that time, they didn't call it deception. But Dr. Burke said that she knew from the get-go that the so-called vaccine or jab would not prevent transmission, which is what a vaccine is supposed to do. So she knew it wasn't really a vaccine from the beginning. Yet she and Dr. Fauci, in the name of science, which actually was a perversion of science to use it as an agency of deception, because people believe... If you say something is science, then people believe that's the truth. And that's how they knew that the people would respond. And so they deceived. With intent, they had their reasons. I just had to, said Dr. Burks. Why did you just have to? Well, we got to do something. we got to do something to fight this virus. Okay. It's the flu. It's a dangerous flu, but it's the flu. What do you do to stop the flu? Well, you don't do anything to stop the flu. You can't stop it. It's a virus. There's no vaccine that will stop the flu. If there were, the flu would be stopped. They knew this would not stop the virus. Now, let's take a look at some of the casualties. Gwen Caston is the 17-year-old daughter, or was the 17-year-old daughter, of Illinois Democrat Representative Sean Caston. She died in her sleep of sudden cardiac arrhythmia. In layman's terms, she was fine, and then her heart just stopped. She was a healthy teenager. She ate well, exercised, got regular checkups, didn't suffer from any behavioral health issues. She was fully vaccinated and quarantined after occasional positive asymptomatic COVID tests during the Omicron wave. She had just come home from an evening with friends, went to bed, and never woke up. Steve Kirsch, executive director of the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation, has noted that healthy young kids rarely died in their sleep before the COVID vaccine rolled out. He said, I don't know of a single doctor who has even heard of this happening prior to COVID vaccines rolling out. So now this has become the new normal. What caused it? The so-called vaccines. 
that Deborah Burks and Dr. Fauci knew would not stop the transmission. One of the doctors had this happen to one of his staff members, a 21-year-old male who was super fit. He died in his sleep less than 24 hours after taking the jab. Another child, perfectly healthy, 15-year-old, died in his sleep just two days after his Pfizer shot. The death was determined to be from the vaccine. Another seven-year-old who died in his sleep right after the vaccine shot, unfortunately, the doctor said, I'm not allowed to talk about it publicly. Are these deaths just mysteries? I don't think so. Because all the kids were vaccinated with the COVID vaccine. And it doesn't seem to be happening to the unvaccinated. And it didn't happen before the COVID vaccines rolled out. Hmm. Now there's some scientific evidence for you. Simple, but scientific because it's factual data. Let's finish up with this one. Pharma whistleblowers reveal catastrophic safety failures. Dr. Michael Yadin, former Pfizer chief scientist worldwide for respiratory pharmacology, reported that Pfizer documents showed the FDA knew of the death risks. The FDA knew of the death risks. Recent revelations from career pharma insider whistleblowers Alexandra Latipova and Hedley Reese provide chilling information on catastrophic safety and manufacturing oversight failures for the still experimental COVID-19 injections that are linked to the skyrocketing deaths and complications around the world. Let's take a look at what they report. Theoretically, every vial of vaccine, they said, is supposed to have uniform content. But independent analysis reveals, listen to this, independent analysis reveals more than 10,000% variability in potency from one batch to another. Other violations of safety and quality control include the following. Not a single vial tested had ingredients or doses that conform to FDA labeling requirements. Some vials contained no mRNA. Others contained massive doses far exceeding stated amounts. Is this the cause of sudden death soon after vaccination? Some vials contain high concentrations of DNA and protein impurities in quantities far exceeding allowed limits specified by the manufacturer. Numerous other contaminants were described. Some batch numbers of Pfizer and Moderna are associated with more than 5,000 adverse event reports in the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, yet other batch numbers show no or only a small number of adverse events. Such variants would not be happening if consistency and quality manufacturing standards were followed. 
Almost all vials examined contain high contamination levels of various metals that are toxic to the human body. Are you listening? Any of these problems should have stopped production lines. Shockingly, the normal good manufacturing practices standards and pharmaceutical vigilance oversight have been flagrantly ignored by all of the COVID injection manufacturers. The U.S. and European oversight agencies have turned a blind eye to the fact that these standards were not being followed. This is unprecedented in the history of the FDA and an outrageous violation of public trust. Remember when we opened the program, we were talking about the public trust? Who can you trust? May I suggest, friends, even though we've talked about it over and over and over again here on Viewpoint, the time has come when we must, you and I, must determine that we will trust the Lord, ultimately, only. Anything else, trust but verify. And there was no way to verify these things with many warnings coming out. Therefore, any true Christian should have been put on notice that these vaccines were not trustworthy. The evidence was sufficient. The warnings were great, coming even from Dr. Malone, who was the creator, the founder, the one who put together the uh, scientific basis for the mRNA uh, treatment, went on record and warned the world, do not keep vaccinating the people or jabbing the people with this. It is way too dangerous. So why did Christians go on and continue to get it? Why did pastors mandate that they're, or encourage their people to get it? Like the Pied Piper friends, handing out the cookies or the crumbs and leading the people on over the proverbial cliff of deception seduced to their demise. That's how it works. And deception and seduction in this day and age is ramped up to a level that is going to capture the majority of people, including Christians. Just look what happened with COVID. People didn't trust God. Not really. They were captivated by fear and not faith. Does that mean that the virus did not have dangerous uh, aspects to it? No, it doesn't mean that at all. We never contended here on this program that there was no danger associated with the virus. There's danger associated with all sickness, the flu even. But we've got to come to grips with this trust factor. With people, trust but verify. With God, trust and obey. 
It's very simple. With God, trust and obey. With people, trust and verify. Another stunning revelation from Pharma inside Insider Reese from the UK is that over a period of 40 years, Big Pharma has outsourced every physical activity it possibly could. In other words, it's out of control. In his Inside Pharma article, he said the one thing Big Pharma can't outsource is culpability. Reese explains outsourcing manufacture can work only so long as the development process and control are in the hands of the developer, and the developer allows detailed instructions and specifications to be handed down. However, Big Pharma has lost control, and outsourcing has brought it to the brink of failure. The only way to deliver blockbuster revenues in an acceptable time scale, he said, was to cheat, to deceive and falsify in the most cynical way possible, and hang the consequences. He says, your shot may contain virtually no active ingredients or massive overdoses. You have no way to know. And there's no testing. You know... The cynicism of hang the consequences, that'll preach. Is that your thinking? Pastor, is that your thinking? Well, I have to do what I have to do. I just have to. I I can't tell people the whole truth about what God says because too many of them will vote with their feet. I just have to do what I have to do. I can't do that. I can't do that. You see the rationalization? How many people, how many parents, how many grandparents are going to rationalize and taking the mark of the beast? Well, I had to. I have to. Hang the consequences. Let's feel good for the moment. Really? Get a copy of my book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception, friends. It's for you right there on our website, saveus.org. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home. 